I am going to continue the case that I spoke of yesterday, but I want to focus more, but I'll repeat it uh, so that those who weren't here yesterday will at least know the case. A monk asked Tongshan, when cold and hot come, how can we avoid them? Tongshan said, why don't you go to where there is no cold or heat? The monk said, what is the place where there is no cold or heat? Tongshan said, when it's cold, cold kills you. When it's hot, heat kills you. When it's cold, kill yourself with cold. When it's hot, kill yourself with hot. That's an alternative translation. There's a verse to this. The verse is, He lets down his hand, but it's still the same as a 10,000 foot fathom cliff. Who who can discern this without being an adept? Where are correct and biased, relative and absolute, not perfectly merged? Once the imperial edict is on the way, the nobles get out of the road to let it pass. Why must correct and arrangement why must excuse me why must correct and biased be in a, in an arrangement if you do arrange them where will you have today how will you not become involved in dualism when the wind moves the grasses bend where the water runs the streams form The ancient crystal palace reflects the bright moon, round and full. Just don't grasp the reflection, and don't run right in. Even the sly hound vainly runs up the stairs. It isn't just this time he stumbled past. Why is he running after dirt? I'll hit him and say you are a fellow student of this monk. It's a rather long verse, but I wanted to bring up a couple points from it, so I read the whole thing, even though I'll just touch on it. In a way, this... There are shorter versions of the of the verse which simply focus on reaching out and it's still inaccessible. Reaching out. The teacher's reaching out but it's still inaccessible. Or the teacher puts down his hand and it's still 25,000 foot cliff to climb.
in a way that's a very important opening point. No matter what you hear, what you read, whether it's something Joko writes, I write, something a great ancestor like Dongshan says, writes, that's just a reaching down a hand. However, that one moment hand isn't doesn't take care of it. It's moment, moment, our life, 25,000 times or even more, that the practice opportunity and the practice effort is called for. Now, practice effort isn't something special, and yet it is special in a world where we follow along I want, I don't want, it's too hot, it's too cold, how do I get away from this? In that kind of world, and since that kind of world keeps arising when we believe thoughts, emotions, in that kind of world, it's ongoing effort not ongoing effort to get somewhere else but ongoing effort to be right where we are to be just who we are Dongshan the speaker in this not the speaker that's the wrong word the uh, in this case the master who the monk is coming to to ask a question when he was studying with his teacher Yunyan or after he was leaving his teacher his teacher said to him he asked his teacher is there anything I can say to depict your true likeness, if someone asks, how shall I answer? Yunyan remained silent for a good while and then said, Just this is it. Just this is it. You hear this, we hear this all the time. In fact, we say this, being just this, being just this moment. Being just this is always our opportunity. It's always our opportunity to go be Exactly this that we are, neither hot nor cold, neither what I like nor what I don't like, doesn't make a difference which way we attempt to avoid just this. And yet we 
have to make the effort, even though just this is it, is reached down to us. Being just this moment is reached down to us. Yet we must make the effort 25,000 times, maybe even 25,000 times in one day when we're holding on to hot and cold. Where is there some way where I can get away from it, when I can deal with it? Hot and cold is just examples, examples of all the ways that we, you can say, are wrapped up in relative and absolute. This is that, this is not that. In a sense, as the verse says, absolute and relative are really not two separate. They are inherently our life. In fact, when I worked on this case, um, with my teacher Maizumi Roshi, I was, what should I say, relatively new. I had just, I mean, I had been working with him for several years at that time on Khan, and this case comes up in the middle of the, well, second major collection. It's in the Blue Cliff Record, case 43, so we would have worked on all the uh, 200 preliminary cases and then the um, cases in the um, gateless gate and then so but still it's relatively early in um, practice so he said that in some traditions in, in one particular koan practice tradition when they work on this case they work on the in the five ranks which is also by this master master Tongshan which is about the relative and absolute or the real and the apparent is sometimes translated the five ranks and the interpenetration of the relative and the absolute from five different positions. But sometimes that becomes too conceptual unless one has truly deepened one's practice. And intellectually exploring that might be useful but is really not helpful and not what we're doing. So at that point we put it off and he's uh, we worked on the case, but then he said we won't do it in, until uh, in the five ranks, relative and absolute perspectives until later, which is what we do at, after doing several more collections of koan, the Shoyoroku and the Denkoroku. But nevertheless, absolute and relative is really the interpenetration of hot, cold, like, dislike, and yet, and yet, just this is it. Just this is it. 
nothing to add, nothing missing. Sometimes relative and absolute I termed light and dark, which is really what our life is. It's this, you can say, light and dark in every moment. Nothing is all light, nothing is all dark. Yes, caught in self-centered dream is in the midst of being just this moment. That's why our practice isn't to try to get rid of when we're caught up, when we notice, holding. It's noticing it so that we can be this experiencing that is exactly holding and the whole universe all together right here. Right here. When Dongshan, after he had the dialogue with his teacher, where his teacher said, just this is it, his teacher said, now that you have taken up this matter, you must be very careful and thoroughgoing. So he was leaving his teacher, going off on further pilgrimage, and he was crossing a river, he saw his reflection in the river and had a great awakening, as it said in the text. And he made a verse. Just seek, avoid seeking from others, or you will be far estranged from yourself. I now go on alone. I meet him everywhere. He is now just I. But I now am not he. One must understand in this way in order to unite with thusness. That's the verse he made. Um, just avoid seeking from others. Just avoid seeking from conditions. Just avoid seeking anywhere else or you will be far estranged from yourself. Being just this moment, compassion has nothing to do with compassion for others or compassion for meeting some sort of standard. It's the natural manifestation manifesting who and what we are. It's not as if being just this moment is separate from caught, and yet it's not estranged from ourself in the way that caught and holding is. I now go on alone and I meet him everywhere. This him or I meet this everywhere. This, remember, this is an English translation of Chinese. So, in the translation, him is capitalized. Could be him, could be her. I meet this everywhere. This is now just I. And yet, I now am not this.
One must understand, one must grasp, one must embody in order to be this thusness, thusness, this relative absolute, which is always what our life is. It's this interpenetration, if I use such words. It's the ordinary, and the ordinary is, you can say, wondrous. The ordinary is the ordinary wondrousness of this very moment. But we miss it if we try to fit it into likes and dislikes, if we try to deal with it through our reactions, through our reactions which blind us. That's the whole point. But being blinded is exactly just this moment. One of the reasons I selected this case is it's so simple and ordinary. It's not something that's far away from our life. It's exactly our life. How can I avoid hot, cold, what's hard to be with, what I don't want. Doesn't make a difference. You know, if it's hot, well, we complain about it's too hot. We need some more cold. But, cold, too cold, too cold, it's not fair. Whatever the season is, well, you know, there's so much, so many better seasons, so many better ways this can be. So, in a sense, the teacher is tempting him. Why don't you go to the place where there is no cold or heat? In a way, that's tricking us to think that, oh, there's going to be some place. Go there. In a way, it's feeding our call it our way, our troubling beliefs by saying, well, if you have a problem with the cold and heat with the things you like and the things you don't like well go somewhere where you don't have anything that you like or don't like of course where is the place where there's no cold and heat see the teacher in a sense brings him in if he could see it he could see right there wherever he is is the place where there's no cold or heat 
wherever you are, right in the midst of the life as it is, is this perfection. So, but he says, well, where's this place? How, how am I going to get there? Where is it? i got to start going there. So, Tongshan says, when it's cold, the cold kills you. Or when it's cold, kill yourself with cold. When it's hot, the heat kills you. Depending upon how we translate it. See? If we take it in terms of the relative and the absolute, the absolute or the real doesn't conceal the false. This is a capping phrase. The false, the relative, the crooked, whatever way you use, doesn't hide the straight. What we don't like doesn't hide this moment. What we like doesn't hide this moment. Being this moment doesn't get us away, hide what's hard for us to be. What we don't like doesn't hide what we don't want. Or even what we want and don't get. Or even what we want and get. It's always just this. And yet, 10,000 times a day, we find ourselves having the opportunity, having the necessity to make whatever effort is appropriate in order to be just this, that we always are. The whole of our practice is just this. Which is why everyone, every one of us, all the time, is now just this. And yet, despite being so, Despite having a, as the verse says, a hand down to help us up, we have to climb hand over hand up this, what seems like 25,000 foot precipice. 10,000, 25,000 doesn't make a difference. This cliff that seems to be there. And yet, we've been let, given a hand, has reached down to help us. This is our opportunity, and we can. For ourself, we can reach our hand down with what we've seen, heard, learned when 
we have the need to and when we have the need to is what we notice because we're with ourselves all the time so we can make the effort to avoid seeking from others avoid seeking from particular ways that we think about this situation or that situation this being the way I want it this being not the way I want it this being the way I don't want it just avoid seeking from others otherwise we estrange ourselves from ourselves no one else can estrange us from ourselves and yet we can blind ourselves so you meet yourself everywhere you meet this opportunity everywhere you are united with this so practice life is being this united manifesting this united and compassion in a sense is manifesting this so naturally you meet all circumstances being this compassion this being united alive passion of the moment in every circumstance okay I've talked enough about this case I wanted to bring up a few more what I consider relevant and important points concerning this case because I think this is a very rich case it's rich because it reminds us of what we are who we are what we can do and yet what we must do when we notice the reminders that this case offers us so I'll stop here thank you I'll also stop recording so give you